Hi, uh, welcome to Totally Underqualified. Where we talk about various topics of adulthood and how totally underqualified we are to do them. Hi, and welcome to Totally Underqualified episode 13, where we're going to be talking about holidays and specifically Christmas and New Year's Eve and yeah. January. The dreaded January of 2022. Oh, yeah. The last year was, or this year sucked as well. But... It wasn't as bad. Excuse me? Be... Last year no, was no, no. the no. worst. So, I mean, obviously, we've totally gone off tangent in the first two seconds of yeah. the podcast. Um, however, I feel personally that this year's January, sorry, January 2022 is going to be worse because actually we've only just started reopening things and we had hope. Some of us may have made plans. I have concerts set for January. Yeah. I'm deeply concerned that actually, instead of last year where I knew nothing would happen, I'm going to have this false sense of excitement throughout the entire month of January. And every time something comes up, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. Um, I'm, I think you should be getting ready to get disappointed. Yeah, I know. And I don't feel... Like I have the mental strength to do this again. Well, I mean, if I if I compare if I compare the situation now to what it was like last year, where we were in a you know proper lockdown, it's not right. that proper just yet. That's very uh, true. Saying just yet. I mean, the iron is not lost on me because literally we've been off grid for a little bit in terms of the podcast, and yeah. two episodes ago we talked about totally underqualified to go back to normal. Yeah, and <laughs> um, we were talking about all the things we look forward to and how hopeful months. we were of mm. being able to travel and all <laughs> no. these other things. So naive. Yeah, and now it's like, oh, I can't wait to go to the supermarket. Can't wait to go for that walk I've done a thousand times. <laughs> I was I was talking about it uh, earlier. I was like, ah, let's go on holiday to Drenthe. Oh Just no! Because I know you've done that. I did that. I went on holiday. <laughs> and to I would Drenthe. hate myself if I ever had to do that. Okay, in fairness, no, no, no. Let me. Just no, it looked really cool. I'm not. It was kidding. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was just. It wasn't sandy beaches and nice weather. It was exactly the same weather in a country where I still spoke the language. Yeah. But I it, did do something outside of my normal routine, which was quite, no, you know, that's that's the definition of a holiday vacation, right? Sure. However, the holiday's coming up. Yes. I'm very excited. Are you really? Yes. What, I love... What are you excited for? Um, well, I don't know. It's just always a fun time with you know lots of food lots of drink mm. which is nice um yeah and i enjoy food and drink you know not being with your family or anything like that no and, oh yeah well the family that you know <laughs> prepares the food and drink <laughs> it's the good part um yeah okay fair yeah. <laughs> so since our last episode um we've both been a little bit under the weather <laughs> to put it mildly i've had covid you've had the uh, ronies um i got a nasty bout of um uh what do you call it bronchitis oh, yeah. 
uh, which felt a lot like I had COVID. Yeah, it was the way I got COVID was pretty weird uh, because I have no idea how I got it in the first place. Right. My parents, whom I still live with, um, but don't see very often anymore. You know, they had the same symptoms I did. Right. My, my girlfriend had the same symptoms I did. And two weeks later, I got those symptoms. So I was like, okay, it's probably not COVID. It's probably just like uh, a cold or like the flu. Either way, got myself tested and then like went and sat inside and thought like, okay, let's just wait 24 hours. It'll come back. It'll be negative. It'll be fine. Woke up, had got the email from the Dutch uh, health people and they were like, you're positive. So, you know, go stay inside for five days, <laughs> which is a lot harder than I thought. What, like being uh, forcibly having to stay at home? Yeah, it's actually kind of weird. Like, especially when it's not like a lockdown. It yeah when, when like it's literally I mean I guess it's how disciplined you are decides whether or not you do it we did stay inside uh, the entire time and see I feel like you got kind of lucky though because you got those results at your girlfriend's house mm-hmm. so at least you had company yeah and my xbox was there which is also really nice oh well there you go so you were pretty yeah. much set up anyway yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking back to our zombie apocalypse episode like you would have been all right oh yeah no exactly yeah. <laughs> My Xbox got my girlfriend. I mean, he's great. <laughs> I've got everything I need in life. Um, yeah, okay. And I mean, I, I self-test twice a week at the moment anyway. I have to. Yeah. Um, they always come back negative. And I got this nasty chest infection and it really wiped me out. I mean, like, I don't get that ill very often. I, I Whatever it is that's going around, I'll probably catch and I'll get like the sniffles and, you know, standard, oh, I'm feeling a bit ill. But this was like full on exhaustion. I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't even want to read books. That's how ill I was. Um, so ended up getting tested, thought, right, this is it. I've definitely got it. And then it came back negative. And then of course you feel, and I know it's really silly how this has changed, but you feel like you're being a little bit wimpy when you then tell your employer that you're ill but it's not covid yeah (laughs) and that you can't come into work um which is ridiculous because i was genuinely ill like there's no way i could have taught any lessons yeah but that's that's exactly how i i had a i had an exam that like my work kind of depended on like the day uh i the day before so wait i got tested and then the day after that, I actually had an exam plan, but I couldn't go to that anymore because I was waiting the test results. Hmm. But, it, you know, I messaged my TM or my, 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 my team manager. Um, and, you know, I was like, look, I'm feeling, you know, I'm, I've got this cough and I'm like feeling a bit ill. I don't think it's COVID, but I have to get this test done because on the exam sh- uh, information sheet, it was like, I wouldn't get allowed in if I was coughing or feeling ill. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's pretty standard everywhere. And I, I did, I honestly also didn't like. You felt like it was COVID. I felt like it wasn't COVID, and it was like that was the. I was, was hands down. Thing. I was convinced I'd caught it because yeah. it, obviously, it, I'm in a secondary school. We have a primary school attached to us. Um, they're all catching it at the mm. moment, which of course is is kind of the government's plan. You know, get a little bit of natural immunity going, but it really is like picking up pace at the moment. And I was hands down I was convinced I'd caught it I was really concerned because I was having trouble breathing and I just wanted to stay in bed and feel miserable for myself and 
all of that and then thought I'm really gonna have to go and get tested even though all my home tests have been negative yeah got the PCR still nothing and then you feel really pathetic for thinking yeah. that you're ill and it, yeah. it was just a very bizarre experience this time around yeah. um but having said that last year's Christmas the day before Christmas day so Christmas Eve mm-hmm. um I was getting ready to take over a bunch of stuff to my parents house where my middle brother had flown over from the UK Uh, my youngest brother was getting ready to bring his stuff to my parents' house as well. And we were all going to do our standard family traditional Christmas where, you know, we mooch about all day. We sit on the couch. We, you know, we we usually do like a a Christmas breakfast and then we'll have Christmas dinner, which is probably about 3 p.m. And then most of the time there's music playing and people are unwrapping presents and all that kind of stuff. Literally like the morning before the 25th, I got a phone call from my mum saying, your brother's caught COVID. He's now had to notify the entire flight he was on coming out of the UK. Um, But by the way, your dad's also got COVID, but they're different strains of it. So my dad and my brother had to quarantine in different parts of the house. (laughs) But my mum had to quarantine away from them as well, because the whole time they had it, my mum didn't catch it. Yeah, and they yeah. ended up having to have Christmas dinner in three separate rooms. Jesus. And we all had to like zoom our way through Christmas. But, and then, of course, me and my other brother, we had nowhere to go for Christmas. You know, there was nothing mm. to do. So I ended up inviting him here. And we had the highly traditional Christmas dinner of um, pasta carbonara. So <laughs> that was last year's Christmas. I'm really hoping this Christmas I actually get to like have some family bonding time despite the fact that my family will probably fall out with each other. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's pretty standard for every family now. part of it, you know, and then you wake up and then the next day it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think without this sounding super pathetic, every Christmas we've had, I remember someone ending up in tears. And it's usually because actually it's quite a lot of pressure to spend that kind of time with your family. Yeah. Um, But also... You know, don't get me wrong. I love Christmas with my family. They're they're mad people, but you know, we're mad together. That's how it works. Yeah. Um. However, we have had some strict rules over the years, so mm. perhaps we can break those down in part two. <laughs> sure. That, yeah, that sounds good. We've been talking for way too long. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we'll be back. Quick cup of tea. Yes. And on to part two of episode thirteen. Yes. Welcome back to part two of episode 13, uh, where we're going to be talking about family rules and traditions. Family rules and traditions of the holidays. The holidays. Um, Yeah. I have none. (laughs) You don't have any. We've had this conversation briefly just now, but... We we are just like, just make sure you get everyone a present. Well, that's a rule. Rock up. So there's an expectation an to come bearing gifts. Yeah, come bearing gifts for a be- for at least an hour. Okay, and that's so an acceptable it. amount of time. Yeah, and it has to be around the time where you kind of eat together, that kind of stuff. But other than that, 
Okay, so there's an assumption that actually you will eat together. Yeah. You at least have dinner. On Tveli Kerstov, second Christmas. Uh, Boxing Day, Day. yeah. Boxing Day, sure. Okay, fair enough. Um, Yeah, my Christmas experience has been... I mean, it, it was pretty standard. We used to, every year, obviously, I'm with my direct family. So my mum, my dad, my two brothers. Um, however, when we were living in the UK, I remember alternating each year between the different grandparents. So we would either go up north to my dad's parents or we'd go down south to my mum's parents. Um, and my mum's side of the family is more religious than my dad's side of the family. So there would either be a very Catholic Christmas or there would be a very sort of northern get drunk, probably have an argument kind of Christmas. Um, And that would alternate every year. And then when we moved out to the Netherlands, um, Christmas sort of became, I mean, obviously we were getting older as well, don't forget. So as we became teenagers, my parents sort of implemented new sort of norms and values to what our Christmas should be. And I remember watching my my other friends because in the Netherlands Christmas is not a huge thing for the majority it's not a uh how I experience at least it's not it's not a gift time but it is a family kind of thing it is a family sort of thing I mean it's the holiday season yeah not necessarily Christmas itself Christmas day has become way much more of a thing in the last couple of years I think and it is a it is a holiday. It is a public holiday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it is a public holiday because obviously it is it is a religious holiday technically. Yeah. Um, but there are different traditions culturally as well. However, yeah. part of that is that actually it's still quite casual. Yeah. Um. So I was watching my friends hang out with each other on Christmas Eve or on Boxing Day, and mm-hmm. sometimes even on Christmas Day itself. You know, they would go for a walk together around the park or whatever, and it was very much a rule that that wasn't allowed to happen when I was growing up. Mm. It would be Christmas Eve. Everyone stays in the house. We all go to bed pretty early Christmas day. We're all locked in the five of us. Um, There's an expectation to be present as well. So uh, you can't obviously stay in your room all day that you were very much expected to be in the one living space. Um, All have dinner. But then even Boxing Day was like a, maybe we'll go for a family walk rather yeah. than if one of my friends texted me and I asked, oh, you know, they've, they've said they're in the area. Can I go for a walk? It would be a hard no. Mm. Um, New Year's was very different. But Christmas was one of these things where I was kind of like, I couldn't, I couldn't even invite a boyfriend or, or a girlfriend around. Like it was a big wow. sort of no. Um, and I don't know why that was. That's strange. But I mean, you were still living. That was when you're still living. Yeah, this is when we were all still living together. But even when I was at uni, it was very much no way. No boyfriend? No, 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 no. Okay. And then there was one year that I remember distinctly, uh, possibly four, five years ago now, Mm -hmm. where it was still expected that I was there. But all of a sudden, there were some family friends coming around for Christmas Day as well. And I was a little bit like, this is new. (laughs) Um, And one of my my good mates, Daniel, he texted me and he said, look, I'm on my own for Christmas. My parents are out in France. Hmm. And when I mentioned this, my dad came out with, I I can still remember the look on his face going, well, why haven't you invited him over for Christmas dinner? And I was like, 
this is something I'm allowed to do. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, yes, no, of course, we'd never leave him on his own. He can come around and help make food and all this kind of stuff. And it was just so weird to mm. have this change happen without it being obvious. Yeah, okay. I'd assumed it wasn't okay. And all of a sudden it was the most okay thing on the planet. Um, and since then it's been a little bit more flexible. Okay. But in fairness, we've not really had a real Christmas for the last two years, so. Yeah, so, okay. My Christmas has always been a bit weird. I mean, they were almost always with my family. Uh, I think I've had one Christmas that wasn't with my family. That was when I was in the UK. Right. Uh, Christmas 2019. Had a great Christmas then though. It was very fun. I remember you texting me going, yeah. I'm loving this. <laughs> yeah, it was so, it was, you know, Christmas in England was amazing. Um, I sat down with my housemates and we all uh, made dinner together and this is a good time. Um, Christmas last year, I got very drunk and ate a lot of food. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you're just going to glaze over that one. Yeah, I'm, I am going to glaze over that one. Um, and, you know, before that, I can't even really remember what I would do on Christmas. It was I think when I lived in South Africa, uh, one time I had my my uh, my cousins were out there and mm. we had Christmas together in South Africa and we had a, a bribe or barbecue, but it's a bribe. Um, you know, it was 30 degrees. Um, I think there's know. also a big difference in celebrating Christmas in a warm climate. Yeah, but uh, like, yes, but also no. Like I Mariah Carey still plays. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm sure she does. But I think, like, obviously your food choices are slightly different. Yeah. The things you make, the clothes you wear. Yeah, nobody's putting on Christmas jumpers, no. <laughs> um, maybe a Christmas t-shirt. Mm. It was different, but, uh, you know, when you walked into a supermarket, they had, like, Christmas decorations up and stuff, right. and Santa Claus figures all over the place. And I'm just like, how is he not boiling? So Christmas is just quite relaxed for you guys. Christmas is very relaxed for me, but it is it is usually one that I do with my family. Yeah. Um, I you know, but also, you know, for me it was never like oh, uh, there's no one else allowed, you know, like how you were. But this is like the thing. So I think that's why it was such a weird Christmas last year as well. I mean, obviously we couldn't be together for you know practical reasons, but it was the first ever Christmas I hadn't been with all five of my family yeah and this year will be the second year we're not all together because my middle brother is actually going to stay in the UK mm. that's I mean okay this is obviously a very natural progression in how Christmas is celebrated as you become older and become an adult yeah. but I can't help but feeling slightly weird about it because that's been the tradition Mm. And suddenly that tradition's not being followed through on. Yeah, I, I get that. I think for me, it's it's kind of, for me, it's for me, it's kind of gone the other, like the opposite direction because like before, um, you know, when we I lived abroad, it was all, you know, we had, we, okay, we had Christmas with my family, but there was also the Christmas celebration here with the other part of my family that we yeah. barely ever saw. And now all of a sudden, uh, Boxing Day is the day that that family comes together in the greenhouse here. Right. Um, I have a greenhouse. I don't think I've ever told anyone about it. I think podcast. we've mentioned it once before. It's a greenhouse. It fits a lot of people. We do Christmas there on Boxing Day. 
Yeah, it's not a tiny garden greenhouse. This is like a full-on industrial-sized greenhouse. Pretty big. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of like, there's no budging that it's always Boxing Day or in the Netherlands, you know, it's Tweede uh, Kerstdag, second Christmas day. Um, so now that's kind of started playing a role in my life a little bit more, especially because we are planning to do something this year with people from the extended mm. family as well, because you know, we can keep distance in the greenhouse. Yeah, I mean, you have the space and the possibilities to actually do it as well. Yeah. And we're not technically right now, we're not in a hard lockdown. Fingers yeah. crossed and tap on wood, that doesn't change in the next two weeks. But yeah, you know, the situation is continuously changing and making that celebrating a little difficult, actually. So then the so you know, Christmas morning or the first Christmas day is uh that's the day you can go do whatever you want basically and right. that usually means that you're either hanging out with people that's not your family and doing mm-hmm. Christmas with them and then second Christmas day is when you have to do with the family right for sure but you have to be here for like an hour maybe two it's not like I've only ever been there for an hour because I've always been there for longer because food and drink like yeah you know and family I should say <laughs> the other the only other thing that is sort of more of a tradition for both of us, I suppose, is oh, the yeah. expectation for gifts. Yeah. Um, I always put in effort for my Christmas gifts. I'm yeah. actually better at Christmas than I am at birthdays. I mean, um, for me, uh, Christmas kind of came a little bit later to the party because we obviously we had the Dutch shifts into class thing, but I think- Yeah, my... which is actually this weekend. Yeah. So there's lots of people currently celebrating what I used to think of as the Dutch Christmas. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Um, but it's not. It's the St. Nicholas celebration. Yeah. And but we've kind of, as family, we've kind of abandoned it. Like, it depends. It depends, like, okay, uh, say my sister is going to go on holiday around, you know, Christmas and New Year's. Then we'll do Sinterklaas. And then mm. we'll have a family thing then. Right. And we'll do presents for each other then. And then we won't do them around Christmas. But that makes sense yeah. because then yeah. you've still got like an occasion and you guys are part Dutch a little bit. So yeah. I think for us, it was more my mother desperately trying to integrate us into Dutch society. <laughs> um, and we loved yeah. it, of course, because it was extra gifts. But yeah. I think eventually they did make the decision like, no, gifts once in December is enough. Yeah. But yeah, no, I always put in effort into my gifts. I always try and make them a bit more personal or useful. I like yeah. purposeful gifts. So if someone's been you know, feeling like they missed something. I like to get them that thing. Hmm. Like if they're, and I'll keep an ear out for it as well. I'll listen to what people are saying. Like if my mom turns around and goes, oh, I wish I had one of those things. And then I'll get her one of those. Yeah, so Sinterklaas, Christmas, either one. And then of course we get the big New Year's celebration. Yes, hide your, um, not wives, but hide your- Pets, cars, anything uh, valuable. (laughs) What's mailboxes? <laughs> uh, wheelie bins. Yeah. New Year's Eve, it's basically turns Holland into a boring zone for a yeah. couple hours. Anyone yeah. that has not been in the Netherlands, and when I say the Netherlands, I mean the entire country. Anyone who has not been in the Netherlands over New Year's has a, another experience to add to their list. It's madness. It is chaos. I, yes. I, it's like a great purge on, yes. the, on the Dutch because... Yeah. Someone uh, always dies. Someone always gets very badly hurt. Yeah. Um, usually a building burns down somewhere. Yep. Um, and 
the ban on fireworks is lifted days or a certain amount of hours or something where it's officially not illegal it's tolerated but i thought it was they did it again due to covid this year they do they do make adjustments depending on the scenario however in the uk and this is the only one i can compare it to because it's the only other place i've celebrated new year's is um in the uk it's all very controlled there's fireworks shows that people go to mm-hmm. and you can maybe set off one or two rockets in your back garden but <sighs> we came to holland and it was a whole other ball game yeah. people will buy thousands of euros worth of fireworks they'll almost pool together in particular streets yep and it is a free-for-all you yes. can't walk outside and feel safe <laughs> no no um and the noise and the smell is just horrific yeah but, but I it's love also it. quite exciting i love yeah. it yeah it's yeah I've, I've i've done new year's in in denmark i've done new year's in in switzerland i've done it in uganda south africa you know, I've done it in Italy technically, but I don't remember. Um, nothing like it. And I totally, and I totally understand the people that hate the fireworks because of the pet, our pets. I have three dogs, you know, one of them is very afraid of fireworks, like, but there is nothing like it. There's nothing like it. It's such yeah. an experience. Yeah. And I think the Dutch are quite desensitized to it now. They find yeah. everywhere quite tame unless they're in Holland. Yeah. And I mean, it yeah. should realistically, I think it's only allowed to be like 48 hours. Yeah. And of it's... course, people have car trunks full yeah. of fireworks that they still need to get rid of. And actually throughout the course of the year, there are always one or two groups of people that will set more off and things like yeah. that. But I mean, even now already, like just before we started recording, uh, they're starting already. They start in the run up to Christmas every now and again, they'll test one of them out or a couple of the, uh, you know, the younger groups of kids will be given the lighter versions and things. And, 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 you know, the days going up to New Year's, it's like, it keeps getting more intense. It crescendos, it builds and builds and builds and And then 48 hours of nonstop. And then at 11 in the evening on the 31st of December, it suddenly goes a little bit quieter. It's not completely it's, quiet. It is, it's the quiet, it, it's the quiet. There's a, like a the quiet, storm. there's a little quiet. And then on, you know, at 12 o'clock, it just. It just explodes. But it, yeah. I mean, listeners, I can't impress upon you how large the scale is. It's like the whole country does everywhere. it. Everywhere. It's everywhere in every single street, every single household has fireworks. It's yeah. madness. And actually, doesn't matter where you are, you always have a fantastic view. Yep. Because true. the whole sky just lights up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dutch New Year's definitely a celebration that I always do look forward to. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure what to expect this year. Yeah. I mean, technically they've they've they have found it like they did last year, which mm-hmm. did very little because people still, you know, people are very uh it literally made no difference to Yeah, it, it did not make a difference. Um people hate like Dutch people what I've come to realize they hate it when they tell you when Dutch people get told to do something they do not like you telling them to do that so particularly if it goes against their traditions yes Ooh, yes <laughs> so they've they've banned it but you know it's uh or they've banned uh the the type of fireworks that kind of give those slightly more violent explosions the, the ones that just look pretty are apparently still allowed I don't really know what the difference is but 
No. Yeah. Either way, I am looking forward to that again because good. it'll be fun. I'm sure. It will be good. The cleanup sucks uh, because a lot of stuff that you didn't set off lands in your backyard. Oh, it just rains. Shrapnel. Shrapnel. Thank <laughs> you. That's the word I was looking for. It <laughs> rains shrapnel all night. Yeah. Like it bounces off the roofs, it hits you in the face, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I have to say, I, I have to, okay, just before anything else, uh, I have to say I have gotten a lot more into Christmas over the years. Oh, let's dig into that in the next section. Why and why that would be. Okay. Okay. Welcome back to part three of episode 13. Um, Unlucky 13 for the holidays. Yeah, whatever. Mm. It's 13th month. It's always nice. Oh, yeah. I I I mean, that's a thing sort of around the world, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've never had a salary in another country. I wasn't one in England, I can tell you that. Oh, well, perhaps it's useful to mention on the podcast. Uh, in the Netherlands uh, at Christmas time, you get a little extra bonus in your salary uh, called the 13th month, which is quite nice. It's basically a percentage of your salary they withhold throughout the year, and then you get a lump sum around Christmas. And I actually get the 14th month as well. I get that around May. So Ooh. it covers me over for the summer holidays. Uh-huh. Exciting. Yeah. So uh, we've got that to look forward to. Yeah, and then you can blow it all on the New Year's parties we can't have. Yes, there we go. Or um, but you be having. or shouldn't <laughs> be having. This is very true. Yeah. Um, you in part two actually just sort of ended part two with that you've come to like the holidays more. Yeah, um, I don't. I think it's just kind of the aesthetic of, you know, it's northern. Like since I've moved back to Holland mm. uh, after li- having lived in Africa. Uh, where you know the sun sets at six o'clock all the, especially in Uganda it's right on the equator sunsets at six o'clock every day it doesn't matter what time of the year it is in South Africa it was a little bit less but kind of like the Mediterranean where it was like oh it's winter now so you know the sun sets a little bit earlier than you used to or it's summer now the sun sets a bit later than you're used to Fair. but you know up you know when you're getting up to latitudes like Holland or you know Denmark Norway, Sweden, but it's already a lot higher than we are. Um, you know, sun starts setting around uh, 4.30. That's when the sun sets right. around this time of year. And it go, comes up at 8.30, I think, in, off the top of my head. Like, yeah, usually. I mean, at the moment, I'm leaving the house about quarter to eight. And it's still like, it's, it's like, still pretty dark. Yeah. Yeah. So what I like about Christmas is the Christmas lights and, you know, it just makes it everything a little bit more bearable. It's just, you know, it's dark all the time, basically, and everything's made pretty. And I'm actually, I'm actually a huge advocate for Christmas lights all year round. Just make them happiness lights. And I would appreciate that, like, awesomely. Like, it'd be awesome. But I was very much like that at uni, actually. I had fairy lights all over the place. Yeah, but I, I want them all over the place everywhere, all over the, you know, 
all the time. Everything. All the time, everything, everywhere. See, it's interesting that you say that because I was actually going through um, the central station here. And mm-hmm. um, which at the, uh, the Hague Central, and oh, yeah. um, suddenly the Christmas lights were up. Yep, this was like two weeks ago, and I yep. was like, oh, everything looks so much more beautiful. You have to see Rotterdam Central Station, that is awesome. See, They've I've got not the... been recently, but I have seen it over the years. No, so because of my work, I go there pretty often, <laughs> and uh, it's so pretty. It's they. It's all over the front end. It's just covered. All those windows, you know. Mm-hmm. It's covered in Christmas lights. Oh, beautiful. Okay, yeah. I'll have to take a trip down there then. The uh, VNS does good things with Christmas. They know what they're doing. Yes. Try and cheer people up on their morning commute. <laughs> <laughs> Make up for all the replacement bus services. But at least there is a replacement bus service. That's very true. And it yeah. arrives on time. <laughs> yes. Um, but other than that, I mean, Christmas, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's kind of maybe has to do with the fact that uh, I've gotten into um, some more modern day kind of Christmas music. Uh, a Frightened Rabbit put out a couple songs back. Incidentally, when, your favorite band. So incidentally, my favorite band. They put out a couple Christmas songs uh, back when uh, the lead singer was still alive um which are kind of more not happy holly jolly kind of christmas songs but they're slightly more realistic you know about the fact that you're just kind of hanging out with your family drinking booze not a bit like this podcast then um (laughs) (laughs) okay so you feel cheerier now that you're older i love i love christmas it's just a fun time and you know in Holland we've got the the top two thousands, uh, it's top two thousand songs of uh, of of the year. Uh, not it's not got anything to do with charts or whatever. It's it always this year is ending on Bohemian Rhapsody, as it usually has been doing over the past twenty years. Uh, last year it was some other song. <laughs> Everyone will listen to this as well. Um, but they yeah. also have one in the UK. I do they? And I remember a Christmas, I can't remember which Christmas it was actually, but there was a big push to get um oh my gosh, it's totally gone out of my head. Oh, it's one of my you, favorite you, tunes. You mean Rage Against the Machine? Yes. Yeah, yeah. They did this I big push to get yeah. Rage Against the Machine as number one, and it worked, yeah. and it was yeah. the best Christmas ever for my poor emo soul at the time. Yeah. Because I was like, Yes, my music is number one, and it yeah. played the whole Christmas long. But the uh, I think the top two thousand is slightly different from that. It is slightly different. Yeah. Like that was very much a sort of vote in for your best it... track kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas the Dutch one, it's. I it's... mean, it, there's an element in there. There's it? actually there. It's actually not known how they decide uh, how the votes work. Yeah. You'd think it's just like per vote, but apparently it's that's not. not how it works. Hmm. Um. And the only thing I tend to miss, I mean, in fairness, we have a very big bicycle culture here. Mm. I love the winter months. I think they're really pretty and aesthetic. But since living in Holland, I have come to be grateful for the lack of snow and ice. Yeah, but it is always it is always so nice when it does. It snow. is really nice. And Holland looks gorgeous yeah. when it's snowed. Um, yeah. And the fact, and this is one of the big things that I love about the Netherlands as well, is that even if there's like a good five centimeters of snow, people will still bike places. Mm-hmm. I find this incredibly impressive every time I see it because my balance is completely shot. Um, 
I am not a good person on a bicycle in the, in the snow or the ice, but people still do it. And it just, yeah. it, everything just looks nice and it all goes very quiet and. Yeah. The quietness is the best, uh, is the best part, I think. And especially just because it's also um, last year or this year in February, it snowed. I think yeah so right. this is my only downside at the moment is that obviously the seasons have been shifting slightly now mm. it tends to snow towards my birthday in february yeah whereas uh, we had so many white christmases here <gasps> in really? the netherlands i remember waking up on christmas day and thinking oh my god it snowed i want and that. like all the neighborhood <laughs> kids came out we had a massive snowball fight on the street it was brilliant yeah. um that doesn't really happen anymore we might get a couple of days of snow in the run up to Christmas and then it will disappear for a bit and then it will come back yeah. in January. I mean, I remember in, in it was in like November 2017 or something. We had like, in you know, we had a couple of days of really bad snow. Well, bad for Holland. So five mm-hmm. centimeters, probably where, you know, the country can't run and it, the train stopped running because. I think that was my first year at the school I work at now. We actually had a snow day. We had to send the kids home. Yeah something along those lines which was amazing then last year or this year you know this year 2021 um february we had we had a couple days of pretty intense snow as well and um obviously we we were still in lockdown then as well yeah (laughs) but it was such a nice distraction from covid yeah I remember like getting like I, I walked my dogs uh, or at the time I was walking my dogs uh, by a lake nearby but the car got stuck in the snow and you know three people jumped at their cars behind me to help me to push me out you know and I was just I don't know it just felt nice like to have that kind of contact with randoms yeah uh, after basically not having that contact for two months two or so long, yeah. two and a half months of you know not talking to strangers basically i mean don't get me wrong the adult version of me is very much not comfortable making a full christmas dinner oh yeah no (laughs) i would be extremely stressed out in the kitchen and i actually have i have a vague idea of how to do it it wouldn't go very well i can already tell you that now (laughs) um i am often reduced to peeling potatoes in my family home um (laughs) but having said that I do have a new sort of appreciation for the Christmas months. Hmm. Um, Christmas has always been a family thing. The fact that that's changing for me at the moment, like eventually I will start hosting Christmas. I would love to host Christmas in my new house and that Hmm. kind of thing. (gasps) Yeah. Um, And simultaneously, I never used to do New Year's with my family. Mm. ever and I haven't for years I used to go and celebrate Russian New Year's with a friend of mine from high school when is Russian New Year's well Russian New Year is still on New Year but it happens an hour early oh like that okay like a different time zone New Year's Russian celebration at their house and I mean like an entire pig on the table kind of Russian celebration all the women in big fur coats and red lipstick and looking terrifying um and me and my my group of skater friends we used to all go around to his house and uh, we'd all be invited and at 11 o'clock we'd all celebrate the new year we'd do the russian tradition where you have to um write a wish on a piece of paper and you burn it into a glass of champagne Ooh. and then you have to drink it 
Ooh. and that would make it come true um and then after that we would be allowed out so that very sweet period between 11 p.m and midnight on dutch new year's we would be out on the streets setting off fireworks and just having fun we'd go down to the skate park and then we'd literally just roam around the town for hours in the middle of the night it would just be brilliant mm. um and then of course I got my own place and I would celebrate in Rotterdam or I celebrate here. I always have friends over. I like to do a big sort of, you know, potluck dinner and just enjoy it really. Mm. Um, I do always look forward to that. It always feels like a nice holiday. Yeah. There's very few pressures Yeah. for me at Christmas. I, I fell downstairs last year. Was that because you were a little bit drunk? Yes. They're also very steep Dutch stairs. Well, steep Dutch stairs are hard to navigate on any good day. So, um, yeah, no, I think the adult in me is coming to love Christmas more. Mm -hmm. Um, I do have very sort of nostalgic feelings about it sometimes, but simultaneously the changes that are taking place are not making me feel uncomfortable either. Well, that's nice. That's it. Um, and eventually, once everything dies down, I know we keep saying this, we'll be able to travel again and I might be able to go and do New Year's somewhere else. Yeah. Because I've gotten over my fear of flight. So. Oh, yeah. Well, have we, did we talk about that? We didn't. In, oh, we didn't. Okay, well, quickly then. Um, Very quickly, just a quick recap of about, <laughs> what, two months? Uh, that we've yeah. Because we've been, we never said how often, how often we would be updating. <laughs> But uh, okay, tell me how it went. It went really well. So cried on the way there, <laughs> briefly. Sounds, but... <laughs> sounds wonderful. <laughs> no, so I had I've been having this therapy right, and um, it was all going really well. And uh, part of it was it may not go super smoothly, but which is fine. But the fact is, you you're doing it, so that's good. Um, and I was fine up until takeoff, and I maybe panicked a little bit, but it wasn't like a full blown panic. I didn't cry the whole way there. And then whilst I was there, it was amazing. I had a great time in the UK. And on the way back, not a sausage. Nice. No tears, no fear, nothing. So I was very proud of myself. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, it gives me more incentive to perhaps in future celebrations or holiday periods, actually to go and spend time with the other side of my family that I very rarely get to see. So yeah. it's all good. All right. So no idea when our next episode will come out i'm hoping the frequency will increase yeah um i'm gonna presume next year <laughs> um, i guess we'll find out we never really touched on january depression in this uh episode we were supposed to but not really i'm sure the january blues will come back up yeah uh, the nice thing about the january thing is that my birthday is in january and i get to cheer everyone up with my birthday yay <laughs> okay so yeah um so episode 13 maybe not quite so unlucky as we thought no um you guys can find us on instagram at totally underqualified uh, you can also email us totally underqualified at gmail.com and i suppose you can still find us on twitter although i have to say the twitter page is dead yeah but that would be at totally uq yeah 